Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I don't even know what it is. On the jersey? Hazy in New York City. Last night in Colorado, yeah, in Denver, crazy. you had the Major League Baseball, the All-Star game, and after the Home Run Derby, what a great show that was. The game was a good game. It was a lot of entertaining parts to it, including, of course, the fact that Shohei Otani did what we were all waiting to see him do. Uh, leads off. Now, he didn't do much with the bat, but still, the fact that he did take some at-bats, but then pitched as well, and so that was something we'd never seen before. Um, but what we always seem nasty, to see man. a lot of times, though, Jay, is we see that some all-star games, and it's not just baseball, but it happened last night in baseball, where you just ask yourself when the, you see the uniforms, the NBA's gone through this too, why? Like, why those jerseys? Why would you pick that design? Well, baseball last night, that was all the talk, not just all the juniors, where it was Guerrero, whether it was Tatis. Uh, it was about, of course, the, the, the uniforms that they chose to go with, not the players, but the league did. Did you happen to see them, Jay? And what did you think? I of them? did. I, I thought they were dope. You like them? I, I thought they were cool. I, I thought it was like, hey, there's uniformity for you know one team versus the other, but also you got a chance to recognize their own individual franchise and who they rep. Like I, I thought it was kind of cool. I, I like when, especially for a sport like baseball, when they try to be a little bit more daring. Right. With stuff like this, because look, you're trying to bring as much attention to the sport as possible. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I I think the sport needs the attention. And there's some really gifted players in there. So I like them trying to change it up and do something different. You didn't like it? Them jerseys are oogla. They ain't even ugly. (laughs) Man, you you you. I had to ask Han to tell me what it says on each jersey on the side. Like, no, Jay, no. You either wear your. Team's jersey with an all-star patch. Yeah. Or you change it up. That's just ugly. They, they're gross. They I don't even. And then like look, the initials of the team. You know, I don't pay attention to social media at all, Jay. Allen asked me about it this morning. And I was like, they're ugly. And because he was saying how social media was just going ham on everything. Everybody. And I don't even pay attention Get to it. Get off social media, Allen. But well, that's sometimes that's what you know. How people feel about something. And that's certainly that's such a small percentage of people, though. It might be, but it's still you still gay. You can get a gauge. You kind of get a pretty good feel yeah, they, they, for what not, people think. They're not cute, and a lot of people didn't like. Now they're again the pants and the jersey being the same color. White is one thing, but to have the dark pants and the dark jersey, the because uh, it's blue, you know that can look a little like a softball uniform. Some people said. Some people just felt like the design having instead of going across the chest with the name yeah, on the side, just down the side. The fact, like, like again. Blue Jays. It was the Blue Jays logo and then T-O-R, Tor, Toronto, right? That's down underneath the logo. It's just bizarre. People didn't like it. And, no, and I just like say, it. it's a, you know, Key said, well, they do this because they can sell more jerseys. And I'm thinking, who the hell wants to buy that jersey? Like, well, maybe you want to be a collector and buy it. That's one thing. But what I'm talking about, you want to sell a lot of them? You want to make it something that would be fashionable. You're going gonna to sell as many as you can print. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. I don't I mean, know if you're making your money you, off. However, you many you can manufacture. But we shouldn't be that. coming. So okay. again, we shouldn't be coming off this game talking about how ugly the jerseys. Well, we should be talking about the young stars, you know, who really you know looked great in this game. We should be talking about an MVP in Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's uh, you know the youngest MVP. Where the game's headed, Otani, and what he was able to do, and how hey, we finally got to see him because he plays for Anaheim. 
I mean, talk about Anaheim. Like, here's poor Otani, who's an unbelievable story and a great player. You've been Anaheim great personality. Before, right? I love Anaheim as a city. Beautiful. Lies, lies, lies. But I, lies. I've been there. Come on, I love it. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's the worst. It's a great mall. And I, I, I can say this. It's a great mall. Because I'm from California. It's the it's the fake Orange County. Well, don't say it's, it's not the, the worst. It's not the it's worst. The worst. It's not the worst. Man, it's the worst, man. Stop. The worst. Disneyland. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, the Ontario. I never really kicked it in Anaheim, so I can't. No, it's the Jay. It's the worst. It, Disneyland. That's it's the fake Orange County. That's, they call it Orange County, right? It's, it's right, Orange County. It's fake. It let ain't. me just get back to the point, though. Major League Baseball has two guys now, and Mike Trout, who's the best player in the game. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Otani, who's become what? I mean, what an amazing story! An amazing story. What he is fun to watch. You can tell he gets he just plays the game with joy. Which again, this whole generation of of baseball's young stars, they all have that same way about the game. They all play with joy, which you love. And yet, you know, Anaheim, again, another one of these teams, treadmill team is just middle of the pack, not terrible, but not great. You know, like if he didn't want to be a Yankee, he didn't want to be a Dodger. This was his choice. But it doesn't help the sport that a guy like him plays in a franchise. I know it's going to sound like a whole New York bias thing. It's not. He chose to play there. So it's no one else's fault, really. But he should be a bigger star, and he's but, uh, not. And I just blame it on the market. But I think, but I think he could. Surpass. And the sport doesn't promote its guys well. But I, I, think was, I was going to say that, that anyway. Baseball can promote their best players if they want it to. I mean, look, look how much the NBA promotes Dame Lillard. Now, Dame is in Portland, but you still see him on so many deals, and the league pushes him. I don't know why MLB doesn't do that more with their own players. Well, they they they, they have struggled. To. They have struggled in the past that pushing guys that's true about MLB but what I would say is he will pass that stigma of the Anaheim Angels or the California Angels whatever they're called he will <laughs> whatever it is this month yeah I don't exactly he will pass that for sure because of his international appeal and he's really really good if you think about it and think about Ichiro for a minute he played in Seattle yeah and then what then he came to the Yanks so, but Ichiro, Ichiro was a, he was a show though. What, what do you was think? A, everywhere he went, drew crowds. What do you think Otani is? Yeah, no, he is. Like, but I only you know watch some of the. I only watched a the little beginning. bit of it because of him. But maybe this is the beginning for Otani because he has been hurt. He's had the injuries in the past. This is the first year where all that talk of what he could be. This but guy can saw, pitch and he can hit. See you. He's hitting thirty-three home here. runs. He's pitching. This is now the first time we've really. Gotten to but know see, him. I got a chance to see him because I've been in L.A. the last well, that's, several that's years. True. So I got a chance but to he's really been hurt, though. eyeball. He, Even when he was healthy, though, although he was hurt, I got a chance to really eyeballing mm-hmm. a bunch to be able to say, oh, okay, if he can stay healthy, then this, this is going to be different. Well, this is, I think, maybe the, maybe the nation, maybe the country uh, is finally getting to see him. And you see him on the big stage of All-Star. And you see him in the Home Run Derby, which got a lot of eyeballs on it as well. Is that maybe that's the difference now. Maybe that's... When we see him, and now uh, when I see Anaheim on, you know, Sunday Night Baseball, I'm going to tune in and watch it because that guy's a show. You know, maybe that's maybe this is the beginning of that. Maybe this will start that. But I do kind of feel like the Anaheim thing. I mean, it's, well, it's Mike Trout. Help. It's always been the story, and now yeah. it's with him. They've got two guys well, that should be the biggest sellers, box office guys they in the don't league. Win though, I know well, that's the problem. You need to win. You got to win. You got to win. You think about it. It's it's just like the Clipper Laker effect in L.A. First of all, Orange County is an hour south of Los Angeles, an hour and some change south yeah. of Los Angeles, yeah. depending on the traffic. Depending on traffic and how you drive. 
And the two teams that are up in L.A. are champions. Not consistently, but enough where they've been recently. Yes. Where the Angels, no, nothing. If he was with the Dodgers, it would be a totally different situation. He would then become something even more than what he is right now. The Angels are just the Angels, though. It's like, you got Angel tickets? Yeah. 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 Do you want mine? Well, I think I'm going to go to dinner tonight instead. I'm good. That's how it is, and it's like that way for the Clippers, too. Mm, it is. Amazing. Everybody tells me, I've been being told this now for at least a decade, oh, market doesn't matter anymore. Players can market themselves. Players are easy to, you know, they, they, they don't need a market to help them. I, I completely disagree. I think there's very few special players that it doesn't matter the market. I think everybody else benefits from a bigger great market thing, or a the, bigger fan base. The great thing for him, though, Jay, is because he's an international player and a star. Exactly. It kick, it'll kick him over the top. Oh, yeah. And that, that yeah. part – will go away as far as being recognized in Major League Baseball. There's something cool the about Otani. I'll, 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 cool I'll give you an example of this, Alan. I'll give you an example of this. I mean, obviously, his talent speaks for itself. He, he's one of the most badass players there is in the entire Major League Baseball, MLB, right? But when I got drafted, I, I got drafted second behind Yao Ming. Mm, mm-hmm. Now, Yao Ming got voted into being an all-star every single year. It's like that, that, that whole region of the world that pays attention to everything that – that Yao did. I mean, that 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 is that's inc- that's an incredible following to tap into to, and to monetize. So I think that will always elevate. On top of as obviously, you know, more people in the United States become more aware about how special of a talent he is too. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So we continue the conversation into the NBA Finals. We go and Vince Carter VC joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, VC. How you doing, man? Doing well, guys. How you doing? All right, good. So uh, off of the Otani conversation, which is, again, international appeal for players and popularity, going back to a conversation that we were having earlier and really for most of this week as we're in between games, on Giannis and, the again, another guy that has international appeal, 40-point, back-to-back 40-point games in the finals. He's been an MVP twice. There's a lot of things that he's done in his career and one thing that seems to become a, a, a debate, and a lot of times even players, you know, from your stature as well, uh, former and current players, where it doesn't seem like the same appeal is there towards him and his game, the same reaction. Do you see that? Like, how do you, as a, as a guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer, as a guy that's a, you know, was a, an all-star for many years in, in the NBA, when you watch him play, do you get that same kind of um, – reaction that you do when you watch a LeBron or a Steph Curry? I mean, it's just different. Like, uh, but th- think about those guys you're talking about. So when you think about the game of basketball, you think about three-point shot Steph Curry, you know, LeBron dunks, uh, it, it, even Dame Lillard three-point shot. So, I mean, it's not the, the sexy way to play. Yes, Shaq was an MVP. He was dominant, but he was a physical specimen at 300-plus pounds. He says 300, but he's probably 330 or whatever. Nevertheless, you know, Giannis plays hard. He plays in the paint. He's not a great three-point shooter yet, but he, he, he has earned the respect around the league, which is why he's the two-time MVP. And, and his game obviously speaks for itself as well. But, you know, I mean, he's marketable because he's a, he's a likable guy and he plays hard. It's just, it's just not sexy. It's not what you're looking for. But, you know, nevertheless, Milwaukee is still on, on TV night in and night out and, and – in the playoffs every year. So you're going to pay attention. It's just, you know, like I said, it's just not like you said, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, those guys that 
or high flyers or just spectacular player. And I'm not saying he's not a spectacular player because he is and he's proven it. But it's just, you know, it's not the, the sexy appeal. Yeah. BC, can I ask you a question? Because yeah, I, I've been on our show with Alan Key and we've been we've been battling this for a while. And I know maybe demeanor-wise he may not be like Shaq, but don't you feel like when you watch him play, he's like this this addition to this generation's like skinny wing version of Shaquille O'Neal with the physicality in which that, he plays? That ultra-athletic version, you know? He's just, yes. a, you know, he's, he's super athletic, and, and he's, he's at his best, in my opinion, when he is in the paint. Like, when he's in the paint, that's when he does damage, uh, you know, to teams and when he settles everybody's like oh man why are you shooting why are you shooting mm -hmm. and and i think they figured it out look where they put him in the paint why you think they build a wall <laughs> because they know we want excuse me we want to keep him outside of the paint and we want to bait him into shooting fadeaway jump shots or three-point shots so yes i think he's the modern day shack uh, as you know with his game and how he plays VC, given the fact that Coach Budenholzer and the Milwaukee Bucks aren't going to change their approach, I believe, in game four, what is it that the Suns need to do to get Booker going? You, you feature him. You, you feature him. It, 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 it's, it's plain and simple. He's a superstar, and you need him aggressive. Whether he's making shots or not, you need Devin Booker to be in attack mode. It's the same thing we said about Giannis, uh, you know, in after game one and game two. What what does the Bucks need to do? You just get him going. You feature him, and and I think Devin Booker is is, is one the same. You you get him the ball, and you want him just to be aggressive, even if he's not making shots. He demands attention because of his ability to make shots. And obviously, if he can get into the mode where okay, I'm not making shots, but because I'm drawing double teams and attention, I'm gonna make plays for other guys who are knocking down shots, and he has the luxury of a guy by the name of Chris Paul who is playing lights out as well. While we're waiting for you know game four of the NBA Finals, we got ourselves distracted by what was happening with USA basketball and them losing mm -hmm. a couple of games. I mean, Nigeria, you lose to a, a Mike Brown coach team that played very hard, and then they, they lose to Australia, which caught everybody's attention because of how poorly they executed down the stretch. You know, Australia's always been a good team. In fact, the last Olympics, I think they only beat them by 10, so it was <laughs> a, a relatively competitive yep. game. They beat Argentina yesterday. Argentina's not a very strong team, but they get a big blowout win over them. What is your level of concern about what they are looking like going into the Olympics? Is it as simple as what Pop was kind of hinting to yesterday, that they really aren't in great shape and they've got to get in great shape before they get to the Olympics? Well, I'll say this. Everybody kind of kind of goes towards look at the roster, look at the roster. I mean, you know, how many teams will they see that has, that's going to feature a big man? Okay, maybe Jokic. Uh, maybe Spain with you know, the, the the Soul Brothers, but those guys still shoot the the the, um, the jump shot. And my thing is, they're going to have to defend first and foremost, because I think they got exposed. Yeah, uh, I think Dame Lillard alluded like, yeah, the, the three point line's closer, so guys were coming off and just firing away. We saw that with Nigeria. We saw Patty Mills have a night, and they were hitting three point shots. And then we we started to see Patty Mills getting in the paint getting layups like th this team's just getting into layups. So I, I think defensively they have the ability, but they just, that's where the focus needs to be. And I think pop did one thing that was great. He changed the lineup and putting in, and, and, and he put more scoring in the starting lineup to, to get, maybe get them a better start uh, because you can implement Dray, Draymond green with any group and, and things will work. But I felt because they're, they're trying to get, 
their legs under them and kind of get in, get accustomed to international play. Mm. You know, Bradley Bill talked about it being a little more physical. You need some scoring. You need guys that can get you buckets, and then you can kind of go from there. VC, let me ask you, what do you think that – what would be the outlook for the Hawks next year? Obviously, I mean, there was so much talent around Trey Young, his explosion onto the scene as a superstar for this team, some of the pieces around like Bogdanovich and, you know, the way, the style mm-hmm. in which the team played. What do you see and, and what do you look at the Eastern Conference at like next year as well? You know, what What scares me and concerns me with the way, you know, organizations go about now, like if you're going to if you're going to change your team around, make sure you're upgrading. But that piece complements what you have already or what you're trying to keep uh, with this nucleus. And just think they're still going to add Hunter back to this team. So they get better already. Uh, they're going to gain a player or two in the draft. But you know, unless you're bringing in a superstar that fits with what you do, you know, you, I'm a believer in you. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes when you start to tweak it and, and doing all that, you, you can hurt your, your team and hurt your chances because you're kind of adding. Because we look at some of the teams around the league. I mean, you guys know it. You, you see you, you bring in players that all play the same position. For what? They have that. They have it figured out. It's now all about player development this summer because they've gotten the experience. They were a game, game or two away from an opportunity of playing in the finals. So not, now you just fine-tuning these guys. So they have the knowledge. They have the experience. You just have to get better because for Trey right now, it's just how, how do you get better? You know, you want to show that you can score, but that wasn't good enough. Now you, have, you, you show that you can score, but you can get your team involved. You have shooters. You have rebounding. You have shot blocking. You have everything you need. So don't, 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 don't reinvent the wheel now. VC, before I let you go, man, home run derby or the slam dunk contest? Which one is better right now? Slam dunk contest, man. Come on, man. The slam dunk Only contest. if you're in it. <laughs> That's God, come on, issue, Alan. Man. Only if you're in no, it. No, no, no. I mean, really, no, no, no. Zach Levine? It's, it's some, it's some, it's some, af- yeah, man. It's some athletes. I, I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. I mean, uh, I mean, home run. Like, I mean, I watched uh, what was Guerrero who hit the ball like what 500. <laughs> That's just insane. But you know. How many guys are going to do that in the dunk contest? You're going to see some. Look at, I mean, just, I mean, that's just with ease too. But, but I mean, you look at. Hey, by the way, Keyshawn, you write about those jerseys. By the way, ooh we, <laughs> ugly, right? I, I just, I, you know, the thing about that, and I know I'm off, off the path, but no, I just couldn't. I didn't know. I was like, what did that say? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> what does you, that say? You, you don't know, know it took what it says. To, to kind of figure it out, it's different. It was just like, yeah, what? Oh, okay. By the time you figure it out, they've already gone to, you know, another player or whatever. So. Anyway, I, I just think the dunk contest, you're going to get a lot of guys going to ooh and ah and give you something that you haven't seen. Home run, you're just like, well, who's going to hit it the farthest? Everybody can't hit it that far. Yeah. Well, everybody can't dunk it. You know, dunk it, do everything, too. I get it, but, you know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Entertainment-wise, I'm taking a dunk contest. All right. Now, now I always would, would have believed that up until maybe the last couple of years where it just hasn't had that same appeal. I know the I, – I get it. Aaron Gordon and, and, and Zach Levine had a great – you know, uh, they had a great Absolutely. standoff at one point, and that was a lot of fun. But you get like you would know better than anybody too. It also means like the home run derby; those are stars. I mean, those are stars right. participating right. in right. that. We don't yes. get that anymore in the NBA. We're not. We're Agreed. getting guys that uh, we don't really know years, who they though. are. It's only been that no, way. It's, it's been, been that way for, for a while. while. Really? Yeah. It's, been, it's been for a while. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you know, for, let, let me think back to just a couple. of – I mean, you know, Kobe was in it. You know, mm-hmm. you, 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 everybody wants LeBron to be in it. You know, everybody wants John Morant. Uh, Zion, 
and a lot of these guys who have not done it, who we feel that can do, can do it, can, can it can translate because we can look at a lot of guys in the in the league who jump real high but aren't creative. Yeah, it's a difference. Like being a being an in game dunker or a game dunker and then a dunk contest dunker is is totally different in my opinion. That's, and, you know, you have to have a, the creativity and, you, you know, your your imagination see, has to run wild. VC a lot of guys do can't do that. in-game, out-of-game, oh, walking down the street. He was one of them kids that just walked down the street with a basketball and see the, the light post and dunk over it just because. He, he's a, he, just because. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's, a dunk, there's a dunk named after him in France that'll live in infamy. You, know, you talk about <laughs> international play. Nobody will ever forget exactly. that one. And you talk about one that would have – like, I, I think this, in a slam dunk contest, you really want to get people out of their seats – Instead of jumping over somebody, BC, how about if you told somebody, come try to block this? Uh, see, no, they, then you put in injuries, Alan. I'm not trying to have oh, – I no, will, you're not see, trying BC, to hurt somebody. That is a fact. Yeah, well, it BC, I would love this. I'll, some guy, I'll, boy. That would be exciting. I, I was going to say, BC, this is Jay Will, by the way. I would love to say yep. I would have the best NBA dunkers against the best non-NBA dunkers and see who wins. I think he knows your voice by now, Jay. <laughs> well, I know. By the way, yeah, I do. By the way, <laughs> but, but I think I, I'm gonna say this: uh, those I, I, the non-NBA dunkers. Let me tell you something. It, it, those guys out there, and they're putting in the work every day doing mm-hmm. it. So I, I, I think they have the advantage because of that. You, when you talk about guys playing a season or a half a season going into the All Star break, and then you're trying to kind of get yourself going, these guys are going on tour, dunking, dunking, dunking. So they have. Mm. What's in their bag is a little different. Now, some of these guys now in the NBA, these young guys have what some of these non-NBA dunkers have because they've watched these guys. Mm-hmm. But man, I don't, I don't know. If, uh, you might, you might not see a lot of NBA winners if that happened. It's special on mm. that circuit. By the way, we've had yes, two North Carolina. We've had two Tar Heels on the show today. VC, you went, you were there with, with Jeff Saturday. Was there when you were there, right at Chapel Hill? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You guys are yes, there at the same yeah. time. That's yeah. Right. He was the center. Yeah, so, yeah. So sure. that's why you see. That's uh, why Jay like you got to uh, bring that Duke appeal into the show by reminding. I love Chapel that, Thrill. Jay. What are you talking? You know, about? Let him know, like, hey, it's it's Jay Will. Oh, by the way, like, I love Chapel know. Thrill. Jay Please. Will never lost to North Carolina. Never. I don't think that's, so. That's right? why I said I'm good. I'm like yeah. seven and one. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. He's straight. All right, but always great. Seven and one. Okay. You you had love. I wasn't going against you. Great to catch uh, up. Right. I spent all my time. BC, I spent all my time at players, so you know what it oh, is. Franklin. Oh, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Yes, sir. Spending that money. Uh-huh. That money. <laughs> all right. Appreciate you, VC. Thanks so much. Yeah. All, all right, guys. Be good. All right. All right see you later, VC. ESPN, NBA analyst on the Goodyear Hotline. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers. Will, be, will he be in a Packers jersey next season? The question, the beautiful mystery continues. That is coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. You're wrong if you're Aaron Rodgers. You're wrong if you're the Packers for how you fat-handed this whole thing from the very beginning. I am mad at everybody in this situation. There is no right or wrong here. Everybody's wrong. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Crushed it 468 feet later and he's flexing pointing to his bicep as he goes past Tatis and takes his time around the bases. Don Shambi with the call ESPN Radio as Vlad Guerrero Jr. and the American League beat the National League 5-2 in the All-Star game. American League continues his dominant run won its 8th Midsummer Classic in a row. Vlad Guerrero Jr. steals the show. He had a home run in the third inning, as you just heard there. Captured MVP honors. And at 22 years old in 119 days, Vlad Jr. became the youngest baseball all-star game MVP in history. Youngest player to hit a home run in the game since Johnny Bench in 1969. To basketball, where USA Basketball gets a long-awaited, much-needed win over Argentina yesterday, 108-80. Why is it long-awaited? Why is it much-needed? Because they lost two straight exhibition games over the weekend to Nigeria and Australia, causing some concern, but they bounced back with a 28-point win. Second largest by a Greg Popovich coach team and the largest win in an exhibition game under Popovich. You happy? Uh, Ask me again at the end of the weekend when they play two more games. Kawhi Leonard had surgery on a partially torn ACL, the Clippers have announced. Leonard was injured during the fourth quarter of Game 4 of the Western Conference semifinals against Utah on June 14th. Missed the final eight playoff games. The team had been calling it a sprained right knee. SportsCenter brought to you by Mako. Scratches, dents, and dings on your car. When life throws you uh uh-ohs, just say better get Mako. Head to Mako.com today. But how much longer will he continue to do it? Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn with Key here in the studio. And J. Will joining us from Milwaukee as yeah, game yeah. four of the NBA Finals is tonight. A game you can hear with coverage beginning 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Of course, we'll have coverage on ABC as well. And the Adam, uh, Adam Schefter podcast had uh, Shefty talking about Rodgers most recently and it got even key to sort of change his tune about what he thinks. Can I change my mind again? Uh, again? Are going to flip-flop one more time? Well, let's first hear from Shefty as he's talking about Aaron Rodgers clearly doesn't want to play for the Packers but may not have any other options. Take a listen. The fact of the matter is, the truth is, he doesn't want to be in Green Bay. He hasn't planned to be back 
in Green Bay. Now we'll see whether the Packers and him can come up with some sort of compromise that can lure him back there. But I don't believe, and I think Aaron Rodgers knows this, that he wants to be back there, nor plans to be back there at this time. He just hasn't come out and said it. Look, the fact of the matter is he loves his coaches. He loves his teammates. He loves many of the people that he's worked with, but not everybody. We'll see how the Packers handle it. But the one thing I feel very comfortable and confident in saying is Aaron Rodgers does not want to play there anymore. The question is whether they can convince him to do it. And I don't know how that is going to work out. All right. Before anybody says another word, I cannot believe while Shefty's talking that this is the second time on this show, it's a four hour show that we're playing this. And the first time around, you said you woke up this morning, you heard Shefty, you changed your mind. And as he's talking now, almost four hours later, actually, since we played it, you said to me, I changed my mind again. Yeah, I changed my mind back. I don't think he's going to do it. I just don't. You just think he's going to sit out. I think he's going. It, it just you. I go back and forward. Now I don't have any intimate knowledge. I just I'm just listening to Shefty, and I'm and I'm I'm thinking, what would I do? And he, I'm listening to Shefty say that compromise. So they've already. So when, as I'm thinking about this, even prior to Shefty coming on, when we teased it in the last segment. Mm-hmm. I started thinking, I'm like, they've done everything, like everything that you could possibly do to get somebody to come in and do what they need to do to help you win. They're not going to fire the general manager. They're not going to start to set this precedent that this is what we're going to do because the next guy comes along who's their budding superstar may want to do some of the same Aaron Rodgers stuff. And on top of that, it's not about money because he he's going to get the money wherever he lands and whenever he goes to another team. So what is the standstill all about? You're not drafting any players that he wants because free agency essentially is over with and draft is over. You can pick up some guys as they get cut during the summer. So I'm trying to really understand what is it about. And as I keep hearing Shefty say, he does not want to play mm-hmm. for a team. You know how difficult it is to get somebody to do something that just doesn't want to do it and buy all in to do something? It's hard as hell. The only way to do it is if he knows that he just the alternative of sitting out is worse than showing up. Let me just repeat again what Shefty said here uh, in that, uh, that cut. We, see, we will see if the Packers and him can come up with some sort of compromise that can lure him back here. But I don't believe, and I think Aaron Rodgers knows this, he wants to be back there, nor plans to be back there at this time. He just hasn't come out and said it. Jay? Well, this whole Aaron Rodgers thing is so frustrating to me. Oh, it's so bad now. Yeah, I mean, now it's just, it's nonstop every single day. And I I, want to see Aaron Rodgers play. The, The thing I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around, and I know that, the world of a professional athlete is drastically different than every other human being on this planet. But just the the $35 million is so much money to me. And if if you're telling me that he could lose out on more than $35 million, if he were to say, I don't want to play, I'm just, I'm my, my mind is just exploded to the point where I'm like, damn, like that's, that's life-changing money, and I understand he's made money, but that's just in everything else that's happening in today's world, 
to go to that extreme for a sport that you're playing football that you love to play. And I know some people may have done you wrong to a degree, but to be that, nah, I don't care about it. That just, I don't know if I can let that kind of money pass by. I'm not Aaron Rodgers. I get it. But that's why it's so hard for everyday people to understand that he's taking that kind of stance. Yeah, I don't think it's about the money, though, Jay, because whether he makes up the whatever the number will be ultimately that he may have to pay back if he's not moved and he sits out, he'll make up some of that money with the next team. And he'll be able, I'm sure, to negotiate with the Green Bay Packers what that number is. In the end, if it's a $40 million number, they'll negotiate it down, I'm sure. And I'm sure if he's traded, the next team understood, understands that he lost money and they'll try to make it up some type of way. I just it, – it's hard for me to understand when you say compromise, they've done everything, they've gotten on planes, they've talked to him till they turn blue in the face, they've, and he's continuing to say without saying he doesn't want to be there whether it's through Adam Shefty, who I strongly believe the best guy in this business at what he does. He's not throwing things against the wall to yep. hope it stick right. like most of these guys that have his position at other networks. It doesn't work like that with him. So I just – I'm just a belief – I'm in belief for that because one thing that's happening, the president and general manager are not going anywhere. They're not firing them. Well, I think what, what, what I take out of Shefty's report here on, on his podcast is simply Aaron Rodgers hasn't said it yet hasn't said anything. Everything that he has said has been very we'll vague. We'll see. And then the last thing we heard him say was exactly that. Right. Well, you know, a couple of weeks, we you know, start see. working out. We'll see where we where I am. You know, like he's not letting you have anything. And even the jokes during the whole match, um, you know, process where it was even the, the build-up to it, the, the media uh, appearances before it, it was Tom Brady making the jokes. And he was just sort of laughing along with it, but leaving it alone, not saying anything. And, you know, his one appearance on SportsCenter was one where he just pointed out about what, what matters most to him, and he suggested some issues with, with you know, character, culture, and all those other but things. But those characters with the aren't, pa- with those, the Packers. Pa- those particular characters aren't going anywhere, though, right. that he the, talked about. Yeah, that's the point. So I think if, if I can read through what, what Shefty's saying, it's sort of like it's time for Aaron Rodgers to say something. And he's going to need to say something pretty soon. A couple weeks. He's got to say something. Yeah. You know, we got to hear from him before camp opens, because if he's not there in day one, well, well, you can hear we from all him, know. you can hear from him, from him as he goes to camp when he's in camp if he goes. Right. And then if you don't, then you don't. Are we all fatigued from this story? I mean, are, are we I've fatigued? been fatigued on this. You I've know, been fatigued on it. And know, that, was, that's where it gets dangerous for him too cuz like what did what did uh, Jeff Saturday say? Is it like what once you're gone, we stop talking about you. Well, yeah, but that's okay. We talk about you now because you're not officially gone. But once you're gone, it's like all right. But that's move okay on. too, though, because once the season starts and they start off and it's not good, then we're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers again. You don't and if they start winning, we're going to be talking about see they didn't need him. You don't want this stuff. I mean, a guy like him, so yeah, you know, but you're so talking about I know, talent, but it's MVP. Like this is what you, you don't want care now? right now. What? Like when you check out, man. When you check out, okay. So here's one for you. I'm going to give it to you right now. Uh oh. Here it goes. Hold on one sec. Mm-hmm. No, when you check out, as I said to you before, yes. when I Okay. Creating relationship drama is all fun and games until he actually decides to move on. <laughs> I'm just saying it's Jay, you know, why does Key have that saved on his phone, by the way? Because he sent that to me via text back in the day and I died laughing, and he's absolutely right. <laughs> yes. You playing all these games. Into you know, yeah. you creating all this drama. You know what? I'm out. Peace. See you later. Mm. I'd rather go deal with this somewhere else. Oh, by the way, that was Jay that just spoke, just in case you wanted to know, Alan. 
Hey man, you guys are up on the screen. It's my voice only. You know, I just want to make it's sure VC radio. knows how it's I was here. No, it's you trying to play me, Key? No, it was just funny. <laughs> Jay, this is Alan, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, Alan. I got you. I got you. And we've got Cola Roulette coming up next. You guys are the worst. ESPN. Absolutely the worst. 888-729-3776. I also have to ask Jay, by the way, Jay, the town, I have to ask uh, an important question from, of course, a Knicks perspective. Oh, God. That needs uh. to be answered, and I need answers next. So that's coming up. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 8. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Give me a New York cheesecake. They have other no, cheesecake. They don't have to be I a meant. New York cheesecake. It's just the cut. It's the cut. Oh, you called it. You wanted a New York. You said I the New York steak is the best New York. Just, you I said New York said steak that. is the best steak in the world. It you doesn't know, have to be a New York steak. Who said that? I didn't say it, Alan, Jay. We were talking well, about steak, and he's talking about New York steak. I did not First thing say came that. out of his mouth. Who says, oh, who, New York says steak. A, who says New York steak, though? I don't think Alan would say that. I didn't say that. He New York cheesecake, New York. I get it. Not New York steak, though, Keith. Can I, let, he you know did what? say New York steak. You know what? Before we get to call the roulette, let's go to the complaint department. Complaint I, department? I, I like checking our Twitter handle here, KeyJNZ. Hello, complaint department. And, uh, so, so Matt said, can we please stop with Key's lists? They're downright horrible. Wow. <laughs> Your list was almost exactly what Fowler's list so was. What, so <laughs> my list is horrible because I took Tyreek Hill out? Yeah, yeah and also nepotism. My nephew is one of my yeah, nephew is one of the highest paid receivers, top three receivers in the damn league. Listen, Matt and we'll love to get him on the show. Well, Matt, Matt, Matt's an idiot, so I don't care what Matt says. How about we'll love to have don't, Michael Thomas on the show sooner other, or later? Hey, there's other devices and streaming and everything else you can listen to, Matt. You ain't gotta listen to me. How about Joe? Hey, Mike, if you want to come on the show. He, he, he always call in. I give the number all the time. Hey, so Joey said, man, listen to you guys talk baseball. It's painful. You're literally part of the problem because the discussion you're having is always the discussion. Always the narrative. Change it. Be better. So the discussion. So how many likes does he have on his social I mean, media? None. Okay. Uh, but, but, so wait, much for that. Wait, Jay, you went to Duke. The, I went to USC. What does, what does that, that mean? mean? The discussion Wait, where are we ha- going? Well, because you can, you can, you can decipher. He this. walked around Duke. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I breathed Duke, Duke air, so that means 
I'm ready to have this discussion. Go ahead. So, so the discussion you're having is always the discussion. What, what, what is that? That's like I don't know if what you distray, you diss yourself. Like, what does that mean? I the discussion you're having is always a discussion. That's probably the same guy that will tell you I need he, help with he, that. he doesn't like the, the show. He's is not the listening roof. and all that. But yet still, he's listening. Uh, I will say this, though. Pat did say he likes the argument that we made that the NBA does a better job marketing than Major League Baseball, who was a huge fan of the Warriors before Steph Curry came along. His ability is marketable. The same can be said about Shohei. Major League Baseball is missing a golden opportunity. I want to go back to the dude that didn't like my list. Of course you do. Man, I do. That's why you stay off social media. Because he doesn't like my list. What's his list? Who does he want See, on there? Well, he listens, but he's listening for your list. He's not listening for his list. Yeah, but I want to know his list. Who are he going to put on there? Because I can only imagine who he's going to put on there. Okay. Although I will add this, uh, Kentucky Statistical Sports. Statistical freak. Yeah. Kentucky, it's KY Sports Radio Sucks is what he has. That's his name. I'm just saying it. He said, listening to, uh, to Keyshawn talk about jersey numbers is pretty thick, considering he wore number 19, which ranks up there with numbers like 52, 69, 86 as the most swagless numbers of all. Is that why so many receivers follow me wearing 19? <laughs> I don't even – see, another, another take that makes no sense. Great. Key, Always one of the highest, to you, one Key. of the highest selling jerseys the entire time I Key, played in the National Football League. Don't let social media get to you. No, You're it's not getting. It's not getting social media. Hey, I'm not on social media. I'm just responding. I like responding to fans that listen to our show, but it's then they so don't listen fun. to our show because we're not very good at what we do. But they listen to our show, then they tweet <laughs> at the show, telling us how they're not listening to the show anymore. Brooklyn DH says we crack them up every morning. That's what we're supposed to That's do. It's a morning show. That's I don't want about. you to fall asleep at the wheel. It's supposed to make you react. Whether you hate us or love us, you feel something, and that's what matters. All right, Before call we get to calls, oh, Jay, I got to ask oh, you, though. Jay. Colin Sexton to the Knicks is a rumor. What do you think of that? I, um, who, who, are you, who are the Knicks giving up? Uh, well, I mean, of course, you know, Knicks fans are like, yeah, we'll give up, uh, you know, Frank Nielakina, Kevin Knox. But they might have to give up a first round, one of their first round picks in this kind of thing, and then you got to pay Sexton. Remember, he's at the end of his rookie deal. You, how do you feel about him as an upgrade? I, I like Colin Sexton. I just don't know if that fits into the Knicks and the way they like to go. But I, I, um, I don't know. I it, it feels like no matter what moves the Knicks make, like I'm still waiting for that move, Alan. Yeah, the, the one like, that makes you go okay, like right, like, like the one all that all these makes other moves, this... ancillary pieces. I yeah. like that they put together a team, but you're still waiting for that move. That's how I feel the same way. This one doesn't move me. And, but he's a CIA guy, so you know the connection's already there. Y'all All right, let's cools? go. I want cools? Call her. <laughs> You're ready to give me Kyle Wait, Keith, who, who's swaggy is worn 19? Line four, please. Who's yeah, DJ Cuzzo out of Georgia. What's up? Is Giannis scoring 40 points tonight? Mm. And uh, who was the greatest point guard? Come out of Duke University. That's that Jay Will. <laughs> well, Jay, you got an answer? Jay Will, the greatest point guard to come out of Duke. I, I'm going to defend that off the top. I understand they had Johnny Dawkins, Johnny Dawkins and, and Bobby, Bobby Hurley, Hurley and some other dudes, but in all honesty, not because he on my show, that was the coldest dude to come out of Duke at that position. Yeah, no, no. I, I know Kyrie's can't. a bad boy. Well, I he didn't really come played, out of Duke, though, like that. Jay, I'm, he had I'm like four it. games. It was he 11 could, games. I don't care. I'm Does he even know where the McDonald's is at on y'all campus? <laughs> I mean, like, come on, man, stop. You know what I'm saying. He owned, he owned a couple of McDonald's, McDonald's on <laughs> he campus. He probably does. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> and then now how about Giannis go for another 40 tonight? That'd be three in I a row. I think he gets close, man. 
I think he gets close. I don't think they have a person that can stop him. But, I mean, if you're Coach Bud, do you let Giannis, Giannis get his buckets and you try to he hinder Chris Middleton and, and Drew Holiday? I'm I'm t- t- I know the first time he take a three, I'm going to tell him to come sit by me <laughs> if I'm the coach. <laughs> Spin it. I told you not to shoot in a three. You sound like my college coach. Line two. Hey, y'all, this is Mal in Jersey, man. I just want to say, man, I'm losing my mind over here. I'm getting so frustrated that the big man is becoming a dangerous species in the NBA. I remember when Houston got their butt handed to him by L.A. with Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Then we come over here. I'm a Nets fan. I believe if we had a uh, big man, man, we'll be in the playoffs. We'll probably win the title. Look at DeAndre Aiden. Look at Brooke Lopez and um, uh, Kurt Capella. And now we go overseas and we get embarrassed by people overseas, 54 points in the paint. Why? Because we don't have a big man. Please bring the big man I'll back. I'll tell you what, I, I, I miss the big man too, but the Nets, the Nets only lost because of injuries and because Kevin Durant was wearing a shoe size, one shoe size too high. If he wore a regular shoe, they would have probably gotten to the finals. Yeah. I mean, that's a three. He knocks down a three. That game's over. Jay, that game is over. You know it. I, I, I was the one that said it out. But, you know, look, the Bucks are here. I saw him over all that. Where's that prediction that they didn't prediction, like my Jay, list, though? I need to find him. Talk to him personally. Jay, prediction. I say Suns win. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.